0: What is up, Gut Health Warriors, and welcome back to another episode of The Kaleidoscope. In today's episode, we are going to go over inflammation. Now, inflammation can be good and bad depending on the situation. On the one hand, it's your body's natural way of protecting itself when you're sick and injured. But on the other side of that, when there's chronic inflammation going on in our body that can lead to a lot of different diseases such as diabetes, heart disease, obesity, autoimmune disease, just to name a few things. So in today's video, we are going to talk about five different foods that you should avoid to decrease inflammation. But first, a word from our sponsor. Finding a quality probiotic can be a challenge. I know firsthand. I've gone through at least a dozen different probiotics and I was never satisfied with the outcome. That changed when I found Just Thrive. Just Thrive has been an outstanding company that has put years into producing a high quality probiotic. Just Thrive probiotics are spore form and contain a pan strain called Bacillus Indicus HU36. The spores in Just Thrive have been successfully used to enhance digestive health in the pharmaceutical market for over 50 years. Don't just take my word for it. There are over thousands of five-star reviews talking about how amazing Just Thrive is and how it's helped them with their gut health. For my listeners today, head on over to justthrive.com and use the promo code COLITIS to save 15% on all your orders. Now, the first food that I want to talk about is kind of a combination. It deals with sugar and high fructose corn syrup. Now, mostly I'm talking about the high fructose corn syrup, but again, if you do have too much sugar intake, this can also lead to love inflammation. Now, sugar is 50% glucose and 50% fructose, just to kind of get those stats, while high fructose corn syrup is about 45% glucose and 55% fructose. Now, one of the reasons that added sugars are harmful is that they can increase inflammation, which can lead to certain diseases. In one study, mice fed high sucrose diets develop breast cancer that spreads their lungs, partly due to inflammation responses to sugar. In another study, the inflammatory effects of omega-3 fatty acids were impaired in mice fed in high sugar diets. Now, I know I've talked about in different episodes how omega-3s are very beneficial because they are anti-inflammatory. So again, having a high increase of sugar intake, again, is going to decrease your omega-3 fatty acids, which again is going to increase the inflammation going on. And as we know, that can also have a lot of damaging effects on your intestines, such as your small and large intestines. Now, sugar can also be harmful because it supplies excess amount of fructose. While small amounts of fructose in fruits and vegetables are fine, Consuming large amounts from added sugar is a bad idea. Eating a lot of fructose has been linked to obesity, insulin resistance, diabetes, fatty liver disease, cancer, chronic kidney disease, just to name a few things, and the list goes on and on. Now, also, researchers have noticed that fructose causes inflammation within the epithelial cells that line your blood vessels, which is a risk factor for heart diseases. I, on the other hand, think this is also a major issue for any autoimmune disease as well because again, I think this will weaken certain layers, especially in, again your organs that you know do digestion. So again, this makes sense why this is a massive effect for anyone with autoimmune diseases. So the summary of this is consuming a diet high in sugar and high fructose corn syrup drives inflammation that can lead to diseases. It may also counteract the anti-inflammatory effects of omega-3 fatty acids next on our list we have to talk about trans fats now again this is one that most people already know about how trans fats are very unhealthy most food actually does not have trans fats anymore but again i was quite surprised to find out that certain foods actually do have trans fats because they're created by adding hydrogen to unsaturated fats which are liquid to give them the stable or more solid fat now, on green labels, trans fats are often listed as partially hydronated oils. This blew my mind because I see this all the time on bags of chips, on certain just processed foods. So again, they sometimes hide the fact that these foods have trans fats. Now, I know some labels will have a big little symbol that says zero trans fats. But again, most foods do not have that. So again, you have to be very Curious, to put your detective hat on to know exactly if foods have that. Now, most margarines contain trans fats. This is, again, should be well-known, but again, most people still eat a lot of margarine, which again, is very bad for their health. But again, people still, for some reason, think it is better than butter, but that is not the case. And they're often added to processed foods, which I said, and that's because it extends shelf life. So again, it's not too surprising to see this in bags of foods for the most part. Unlike the natural occurring trans fats found in dairy and meat, Artificial trans fats have been shown to cause inflammation and increase diseases, like I said, with sugar and high fructose corn syrup. In addition to lowering HDL, which is, again, your good cholesterol, trans fats may impair the function of the endothelial cells lining your arteries, which is a risk factor for heart disease. So same thing, again, with heart or um, high fructose corn syrup, that this, again, is going to affect the arteries, the endothelial cells. So, again, this is something you really... Want to do your best to avoid this? Now, consuming artificial trans fats is linked to high levels of inflammatory markers such as C-reactive protein, also known as CRP. In fact, in one study, CRP levels were 78% higher among women who reported the highest trans fats intake. In a randomized controlled trial, including older women with excess weight, hydrogenated soybean oil increased inflammation significantly more in the palm and sunflower oils. So again, even these other oils are starting to see that they are increasing trans fats. Now, studies also in men and men with high elevated cholesterol levels have revealed similar increase in inflammatory markers in response to trans fats. So this isn't just male or female, both sides will definitely see this marker. Now, foods high in trans fats also include french fries and other fast foods and foods that are going to be deep fried because again they are not changing the oil that often when they deep fry food so again more and more that the deep fry that is going to have a massive effect which is why you really should avoid most deep fried food because yes it is obviously going to taste delicious but overall for your health wise it is not a very good option when it comes to eating your food. Now, following trans fats, we need to talk about carbohydrates. Now, we're not just talking about any carbohydrates because there are differences. Now, typically carbohydrates gets a bad rap just for being terrible for the body, but again, not all carbohydrates are treated the same. So this again is very important to know which carbohydrates to avoid. Now, ancient humans consumed high fiber, unprocessed carbs for millennia in forms of grasses, roots, and fruits. However, eating refined carbs may drive inflammation. That's where you really want to avoid is the refined carbohydrates. Refined carbs have had most of their fiber removed. Now, fiber promotes fullness, improves blood sugar control, and feeds the beneficial bacteria in your gut. So again, if you are eating carbs, you want to make sure that they are fully fibrous, have all that intake. So again, if you eat your apple, you eat your broccoli, things like that, that have carbohydrates, they also have the fiber in that, which again, is going to be helpful. It's when they remove that or refine the carbs is when you're going to have those massive issues. Now, researchers suggest that refined carbs in the modern diet may encourage the growth of inflammatory gut bacteria that can increase your risk of obesity and inflammatory bowel diseases, which again, is why we're talking about this topic. Refined carbs have a higher glycemic index, or GI, than unprocessed ones. High GI foods raise blood sugar more rapidly than low GI foods. In one study, older adults reported the highest intake of high GI foods were 2.9 times more likely to die in inflammatory diseases like chronic, obstruction, pulmonary disease, or COPD. Now in the, in the control study, young healthy men who ate 50 grams of refined carbs in the form of white bread experienced higher blood sugar levels and increase in levels of particular inflammatory markers. So overall, again, carbs are not bad when you have the fiber attached to it, but it's when they're refined, that's when it starts becoming an issue. And that's for the food that you definitely want to avoid to again, decrease the inflammation in your body. Now, following the carbs, we're going to go to a different food, and that is excess alcohol. Now, technically, you're not eating alcohol, but you are consuming it, which is why I'm putting it into this topic of five things to avoid to eat slash drink, because moderate alcohol consumption actually has been shown to prove some health benefits. However, though, when you consume high amounts of alcohol, this is when you start having problems. Now, again, This is avoiding beer or anything that has gluten in it as well, because again, we know gluten is terrible for your system, especially if you have an autoimmune disease, especially such as Crohn's or um, ulcerative colitis, things along those lines. So again, we're not even talking about that. This is more like your whiskey, um, your rum, your gin, things along those lines, because again, this is going to have a massive effect on your health when you take in a large quantity of it. Now, in one study, levels of inflammatory marker CRP, increased in people who consumed alcohol. The more alcohol they consume the more their crp levels increase which really shouldn't be too surprising in the study but again moving on with that people who drink heavily may develop problems with bacterial toxins moving out of the colon and into the body this condition often known as leaky gut i'm pretty sure we've heard that term before can drive a widespread inflammation that leads to organ damage this is why it's very important to make sure that you actually avoid alcohol When you're in a flare because again if you are in a flare there's already things going on you don't want to add more fuel to that fire so avoiding alcohol typically is a very smart move even if you aren't in a flare because again alcohol can have massive effects on your system and last but not least we are going to talk about processed meat now This is the one that gets a little bit tricky because I think some people think that all meats are treated equally, whether it's packaged or again, you get it from a butcher, but that is not the case. Consuming processed meat is associated with an increased risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stomach and colon cancer. Now, again, someone that has ulcerative colitis, I'm always trying to make sure that I'm decreasing my chances of colon cancer because as having you see, my increase is a lot higher than someone that does not have it. So again, this is why I'm adding it to the list. Now, common types of processed meat include sausages, bacon, ham, smoked meat, beef jerky, just to name a few things. Now processed meat contains more advanced glycinate and products or AGEs than most other meats. AGEs are formed by cooking meats and some other fo- foods at high temperatures. They are known to cause inflammation. So what's happening is that you're cooking it for so much and getting it prepped up and everything that it's actually causing more of these issues in the food itself. So when you consume it, then your body has to kind of get rid of these toxins, which again, puts more strain on your body, which makes it more difficult for your body to be healthy. Of all diseases linked to processed meat, consumption associated with colon cancer is the strongest. So again, this is why I consider to avoid most processed meat. Again, if you're getting some type of organic meat from a butcher or from a farm, that is a whole different story. This is stuff that, again, is in-packaged, again, like um, your sliced ham and stuff like that. You probably want to avoid that for the most part, even though I know most people think that this is going to be healthy. There's probably some adverse effects down the road that we do not know about, so again, it's probably more beneficial to avoid this food. So. That is all I have for you today on the Kaleidoscope. I hope you enjoyed this video today. It was on certain foods and a drink that you probably should be avoiding in your daily habits because again, if you are having these foods or these toxins in your body, it's gonna be more difficult for your body to actually heal up and feel healthy because... With inflammation getting higher and higher in the body, it gets more difficult to actually do things. You're probably going to also notice that your joints get more stiff and it's harder to move around. So, anytime you're able to decrease your inflammation in your body is probably more beneficial. But, like I stated in the beginning of this video, inflammation does have its benefits for the body at some points. But again, we don't want it to be chronic or continuing on throughout our entire day. So, that is all I have for you today, and I will see you next time.